Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition and helps you create a life by design. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and today with me, I have the one and only Tailored Coaching Method Chief Science Officer, Dr. Brandon Roberts. And the reason I brought him on today was to discuss insulin sensitivity. So this short podcast is going to be a deep dive into insulin sensitivity and whether or not it matters. What does the research show about insulin insulin sensitivity? Is it relevant to you and your fat loss goals? Do you need to follow a ketogenic or intermittent fasting diet just to accomplish better insulin sensitivity? And even if you do, does it matter? Is it worth doing these things and going to these measures just to improve insulin sensitivity? This is a topic that coaches have used. uh, I, I should say it's a strategy implementing strategies to improve insulin sensitivity is something that coaches have tried to do for a long period of time. And most of the time they don't have good reasons to justify why they're doing it, or they don't actually understand the mechanisms at which cause better insulin sensitivity or why they would even want to accomplish this for a specific client. Because there are times where it is necessary and important. And there are other times where it just does not matter or the things you are doing aren't necessary to improve it anyway. So this is going to be a really, really good topic. And if you've ever been curious of insulin sensitivities, if it's something that you should focus on, if it's something that you need to implement dietary strategies to improve, if you have poor insulin sensitivity, um, all of the above, and what the research shows about it, this is the podcast that is going to break that down for you. So before I get into that, I just want to say, if you are a returning listener of the podcast, first and foremost, thank you for being here and subscribing to the podcast uh, channel. If you have not left a rating review, please do so now. That would be greatly appreciated. It helps us grow and reach more people with this free informative help. Uh, And if you are new to the podcast, thank you for being here and checking us out. I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do get value out of it, please share it with a friend, hit the subscribe button and make sure that you leave a rating and review if it did help you and go check out all the other episodes because there are almost 800 episodes all jam-packed with tons of great content to help you move forward with your training and nutrition. So without any further ado, let's talk insulin sensitivity with Dr. Brandon Roberts. Hey guys, this is Brandon Roberts, the CSO at Tailored Coaching Method, right? So today I want to get into something um, that is, does insulin sensitivity matter, right? And we get this question a lot from um, people who are usually bulking, um, maybe they're been bulking for a while and they're like, Hey, I think I'm getting insulin, um, reduced insulin sensitivity. Um, and they want to change their diet or do a mini cut or something like that. Um, and so first I want to kind of cover the basics, right? So insulin sensitivity is how well your body can handle glucose, blood sugar, right? Through insulin secretion, right? So it's more of a response to what you're eating, your body reduce, um, produces insulin or secretes it and then your blood sugar goes down and insulin is secreted from the pancreas and um, the less insulin that is needed to reduce glucose means the more insulin sensitive you are so kind of hard to understand but i think you can stick with me so that's that's the basics um now there are a couple things that are widely known in literature, right? In science, there is a ton of science to suggest that losing body fat, especially visceral body fat, so the body fat around your organs, um, increases insulin sensitivity. So those people are going to be your obese people, um, your highly overweight people who hold fat in their abdominal. And a lot of these are are generally guys. Um, So, you know, doing exercise, going on a diet, 
reducing visceral organ fat, which you cannot target. It's just an effect of losing weight. Um, is going to improve your insulin sensitivity. So that's great. Um, resistance exercise. So when you exercise aerobic or resistance, um, what happens is you have an increase in insulin sensitivity acutely, right? So this is from the GLUT4 receptor gets activated during exercise, moves to the membrane, and can pull extra glucose into the cell to utilize. Um, so that's kind of a, a one of the very positive benefits of exercise is you have an acute insulin sensitivity um, increase. Um, now, when we think about insulin sensitivity, the only time it really matters, right, is not for the healthy person who's trying to gain weight. It's for the person who's pre-diabetic or is type 2 diabetic or type 1 diabetes is a whole different like process. But it's for the people who are, are, are very unhealthy. Um, and the goal is not to make them more insulin sensitive. It's to get them in shape or just make them more healthy because that like, will pretty much guarantee that they become more insulin sensitive because they're eating right, they're losing fat, they're gaining muscle, things like that. Um, so, you know, I think when I see a lot of people talk about this, it's like, Generally, they'll be bulking for a while, and they'll be like, okay, we need to do a cut to, to increase insulin sensitivity. And I'm like, um, well, I mean, yes, that might happen indirectly, and it might be for, you know, a physique-style client or someone trying to gain muscle. It might You might see a very small change, um, but it's not within the realm of physiological importance, right? So it might be 3%, and you're like, oh, cool, look, when I use this equation, my I'm, I'm more insulin sensitive. Um, but that means you have to get blood work done. You have to some, know someone or have someone interpret it. And then you have to, you know, make sure that it was done under the same conditions. It's very time consuming, pretty expensive. Um, but overall not really worth the effort. What I would kind of redirect people to is, um, saying, Hey, you know, instead of gaining fat for a long time with the goal of gaining muscle, right? The goal is generally to gain muscle. We don't re want to gain fat. It's kind of a side effect. Um, so you can use very small surpluses if you track well. Um, you can kind of periodize your approach where maybe you gain weight for a while and then maintain, right? That's not, has nothing to do with insulin sensitivity. That's just periodizing your nutrition for muscle growth. Um, and we have a good, I think, blog, and we've done a couple podcasts on that too. Um, but this idea of Becoming more insulin, insulin sensitivity or sensitive is just not really true. And so we have um, some drugs that make you more insulin sensitive. So metformin is a huge drug that is type 2 diabetic drug um, that works. We know it works. Uh, it doesn't seem to work as well in healthy people. Um, and there's not a lot of research around that. Um, there is, you know, anecdotal sayings from bodybuilders who use metformin, but there's a lot of side effects too that we, we don't want to have. So, you know, there is there are drugs that increase insulin sensitivity, like straight up. Now, on the supplement side, there's not a whole lot of evidence that many supplements, or really any that I think are worth taking, um, increase insulin sensitivity. Uh, that may change, right? Like as a scientist, reserve my right to change my mind. Um, when presented with better or newer evidence. 
um, but we get a lot of questions about supplements. I don't really recommend anything for insulin sensitivity purposes. Um, I just, I think like you can do other things to get similar effects, right? So if you look at the science, there's a pretty clear, uh, what we call dose response with insulin sensitivity. So the more exercise you do, the more insulin sensitive you are acutely. So over a short period of time, um, not necessarily chronically over a long period of time. Um, so, you know, we have, we do have one other blog where we got into some of the studies, um, but I just want to keep this real simple because I, I think, you know, in the fitness industry, we tend to get off on tangents or even if you really want to optimize things, you, you're that person who wants that 1%. Um, this is probably not an area where you want to put your focus or your money or anything like that. You're, you're going to get the benefits of everything you want to get outside of thinking about insulin sensitivity. So to sum that up uh, kind of quickly, right? So insulin helps control glucose regulation in the body. Um, reducing body fat and increasing muscle mass generally improves insulin sensitivity. So if you're gin pop and you want to recomp, like you're going to get some insulin improvements that will be shown through blood work for sure. Um, but if you're a high-level athlete, you know, that, that's a little different. You're already kind of optimized. You're probably not going to see any changes um, or they're going to be very subtle. So we know that exercise improves insulin uptake acutely via the GLUT4 receptor, very common exercise phys textbook stuff. Um, and then I would say insulin sensitivity really only matters if you're diabetic or pre-diabetic and you're trying to really work on that because your medical doctor has said, hey, we need to do these things. But like I said a second ago, most of those changes are going to be diet-based. You're just going to eat not like a child or you're just going to eat um, better foods, less highly palatable, high-processed foods, and you're going to exercise, and that includes aerobic exercise and strength training. You know, strength training is really important for this um, realm. So I will leave it at that. Um, if you have any questions, hit me up on Instagram, brob underscore 21, and I will talk to you next time.